Welcome to Screen Therapy. I'm your host, Jason Schurz. In October of 2018, I found myself in the hospital, sitting across from a psychiatrist who was telling me I had bipolar. I was sent home with a bunch of medication and laid on the couch for a week. I had my iTunes library on shuffle, trying to shake the hornet's nest from my head. Ever since I was a kid, I've been using loud music as a form of therapy. Punk rock and mental health have always been connected. This podcast looks at that connection through the lens of different guests. This is Screen Therapy. Wow, 50 episodes. Did you miss any? I hope not. But if you did, here's a recap of Screen Therapy episodes 41 to 50. On episode 41, I welcomed Fox Body's singer, Bella Vanek, to the podcast. Bella talked about being hospitalized and diagnosed with bipolar. She shared what led up to her mental health crisis and how she's managed her multiple diagnoses since then. I was grateful I was already in the hospital because I really wanted to die. Like my initial reaction was, I'm going to be a huge burden on everybody that I know and I'm not going to have a good life. So I would love to just like end this now. That honestly continued after I got out of the hospital. I still wasn't okay with it, but as time has gone on, definitely love having a diagnosis. And I think more than anything, it's kind of just validating for me because I was like, is everyone experiencing this? Is everyone having this hard of a time and they're just doing way better than me? Jason Hammaker guested on episode 42. Jason is the drummer for Zealot R.I.P. and has also drummed in Frodus, Decredon, Battery, and Combat Wounded Veteran, among others. Jason talked about attention deficit hyperactivity and channeling it for creative projects such as music and photography. Most people do one or two things. They have a very clear professional path, they have a hobby, and then they may or may not have a family, and they have what they like to watch on television. Someone's like, what do you do? When is what I normally say as a joke. (laughs) The list is very long. And so from a professional standpoint, if someone really wants to know what I do, I usually just say lots of things. On episode 43, Amanda Filippelli joined me on the podcast to talk about connection and healing through storytelling. Amanda is a Pittsburgh-based author, editor, and book coach. She previously worked in the mental health care system for 10 years, where she teached adolescent trauma survivors how they can find empowerment in their stories. I worked in residential treatment facilities, so those kids lived there. So they were really stuck in the system, and I would watch a lot of them cycle in and out, in and out. And not only were they cycling in the system, but they were part of a very broken system, one that didn't always serve their best interests. So they were kind of like getting beat up from all ends. I just remember like, One girl that was there for a long time struggled with addiction and self-harm and just generally tried to escape a lot. And she was kind of difficult to get through to. But I remember the first time I played the distillers for her and something in her like clicked. Bobby Bray, guitarist and screecher in San Diego grind weirdos The Locust, talked about screaming as preventative therapy on episode 44. Over the years, I've definitely thought this many times it actually can be a preventative therapy, the screaming. And I actually noticed it going on tours, doing a bunch of screaming, scream my head off every night, come home, and whatever, normal life situations get thrown at you, adverse situations, things you don't want to happen, whatever, frustrating events. 
I was always fine with it because the thought was I already got it out of my system before it happened. I personally believe that screen therapy as an idea can also be a preventative measure. Episode 45 featured Kelly Newsom from the Carlat Psychiatry Podcast. Kelly talked about punks and bipolar mania. As a psychiatric nurse practitioner, she's seen artists who are able to harness mania for heightened creativity, unless they go too far. Even their performances mimic sort of the disorder itself, because after they've had that escalation and things, you know, get heightened or whatever, then there's always the crash. And you see afterward, after the show, after the tour, like where they come from and where they're coming from is always slipping into it seems like a negative depressed state in some way. When they're performing, they're they're loving it. But after the show, it mimics a lot and you, you can come down. Most people with bipolar are incredibly creative. They have a flow that comes through. If they tap into it, they can really express what it is because they lose that filter. And so there's nothing holding them back. And it's really hard, you know, to medicate or to come back down neutral because nobody likes that feeling as much as when they're heightened creative and when they're performing and when they're in their moment then the crash happens obviously and then life they don't like eventually life to continue that way so then they usually come and seek help because life stopped working for them or damage has been done in punk rock danny hernandez of venezuelan music collective zeta joined me on episode 46 to talk about the importance of music and healing and transformation danny told me he and the members of zeta believe music has the potential to change the world music is some some kind of magic you know Musical instruments for me are like weapons, weapons that you have to fight all these kind of situations, all these kind of conditions, all these kind of feelings, thoughts that will get you going or will get you sitting in a spot and feeling that you can not do anything. For me, music is so, so special, it's so big, so like something that you can feel, you can hear, but you can't see, but you can like open like windows and worlds through music. Jason Shevchuk, a former member, Kid Dynamite, and None More Black, discussed stage fright and social anxiety on episode 47. Shev, as his friends call him, explained how anxiety came on later in life and what he does to prepare for his rocket-fueled pre-show jitters. I'm a very anxious person. Anxiety has always kind of crippled me and self-doubt has always kind of crippled me. I will choose to not do something because of just sheer fear of it just crushing me, which hopefully when the time comes to do, to take the stage again, I have the tools that are going to prepare me for, for doing that without having like major stomach issues, shakes, sweats, all that good stuff. On episode 48, graphic novelist and punk musician Reed Chancellor talked about making the decision to step away from the punk scene to take care of his mental and physical health. When Reed returned to the scene, he had a new perspective in a graphic novel called Hardcore Anxiety, a graphic guide to punk rock and mental health. I don't need help. I don't want help. I'm going to like just take this on. I'm just going to play music, and this is my medication. This is who I am, and this is how I deal with it. And... There are some people that that works for, and I thought maybe I was that person for a long time. And then the second I stepped away from playing shows and doing these things, I was like, oh, no, I'm not that person. <laughs> like, I need help in other ways. I need to be taking a harder look at what I do and, like, how I behave and how I act and just immersing myself in, like, being too busy and playing as many shows as I can or joining as many bands as I can is not, was not the answer for me. 
artist, researcher, and therapist Jessica Messino-Drass joined me on episode 49. Jessica discussed how she uses the tenets of punk rock to inform the art therapy she uses for women with trauma histories. She explained how punk rock concepts such as deconstruction, reconstruction, and individualism authenticity can be used for creative expression and healing. Culture that I was trying to create in the art therapy room and in the groups that I ran, I was trying to recreate the punk culture that I grew up in, the community. One of the concepts I call is empowerment through a DIY mindset. And so when we're working with trauma, the way to recover from trauma, how can you build a sense of hope and empowerment in people or help them find that for themselves? And it was for me recognizing that that was a huge piece of my experience in the punk culture. Finally, I welcomed Celeste Bell on episode 50. Celeste is the co-director of the documentary film Polystyrene, I Am a Cliché, and is the daughter of the influential X-Ray Specs singer. We discuss Polly's life with bipolar and how it informed her music and writing in the London punk scene and beyond. Ultimately, my mother had to take medication for everyone else. And I think that is the sad thing, is that those with bipolar or other mental health issues are kind of forced by society to medicate. You know, of course, it can be helpful as well for the individual, but... You know, often I think people like my mother, they felt that they were forced to medicate so they could be manageable and they will not be disruptive. And instead of society creating a world that's more conducive to the well-being of people with mental illness, is people with mental illness, they have to medicate in order to function in society. And that's sad. And there you have it. Screen Therapy episodes 41 to 50. More episodes of Screen Therapy are coming down the pike including upcoming guests, mental health counselor Joe McGeary, Ryan Young of Off With Their Heads, and Chris Cresswell of The Flatliners and Hot Water Music. Don't forget to check out the Scream Therapy spin-off podcast, Flex Your Head. There are now 13 episodes covering classic punk albums by classic punk bands, including Propagandy, No Means No, Unwound, Bikini Kill, Husker Du, Jawbreaker, Fugazi, and more. Also, exciting news. The Scream Therapy, A Punk Journey Through Mental Health book manuscript is finished. The book is a memoir plus, featuring my story as well as others in the punk scene. Many of them were my podcast guests. The book currently needs a publisher, so if you know one that would be a good fit, give me a heads up so I can add them to my list. I hope to have copies of Scream Therapy, A Punk Journey Through Mental Health, available in 2023. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Scream Therapy. I'm coming to you from Powell River, a small coastal town in British Columbia, Canada, on the traditional territory of the Klohomin Nation. Doing this podcast and talking to other folks living with mental health challenges has been a huge part of my journey. It means the world to me that you're out there listening. You can sign up for my newsletter and find more episodes at ScreamTherapyHQ.com. That's ScreamTherapyHQ.com. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Let's talk punk and mental health. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, take care and be well. Be well.